Welcome to Your Dream Gym, where you get to hear about fitness industry folks' fitness background, the kind of exercises and workouts that they love, and what their dream gym would look like. A club without any of the physical or financial limits of the real world. My name's Guy Griffiths, and this week I'm chatting to Peggy Vaux, the Director of Global Marketing at iFit. iFit is a global health and fitness subscription technology company, so the podcast this week is certainly going global. Your Dream Gym is part of The Collective, a network of fitness industry professionals whose purpose is to share, collaborate and grow. We've got lots of new stuff going on on The Collective. I'll pop back at the end of this episode to tell you more about it. Next, you'll hear a quick word from our supporter this week, and then you can jump straight in to the dream gym of Peggy Vo from iFit. This episode is supported by Explore Gym. Is your gym ready for the future, whatever it may hold? Get ready with Explore Gym. Flexible, intuitive, all-in-one management software that gives you everything you need to run your business up-to-date and completely digital. Explore Gym lets you create dream gym experiences with joining, booking, payments, access control, messaging, and more, all in one place. Simplify gym management and do more of what matters for your business. Book your Explore Gym demo at exploretechnologies.com. Hello and welcome to this next episode of Your Dream Gym. I'm excited to be joined today by Peggy Vo, Director of Global Marketing from Freemotion Fitness from iFit. Hi Peggy, how are you? Hi, good morning. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, great. Great to see you. One of our first uh, international uh, guests, Your Dream Gym. Although Peggy was based uh, around the corner from me in Bracknell a little while ago, but you're now over in Florida, right? I am. I am in a little paradise in Florida now. Excellent. But for, but 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 the underlying French accent is still there. Definitely, definitely. I can't shift that one. <laughs> <laughs> can't fool anybody. <laughs> Excellent. So I mean, before we get into exercise and um and and dream gyms and things like that, Peggy, uh, just for for those of for those listeners who don't know about Free Motion or and, and iFit, tell us a little bit about where where you've come uh, through in the next or in the, in the last. A couple of years and I guess it's accelerated through the pandemic in terms of the technology right yes definitely so free motion has uh, so free motion is a uh, provider of uh, fitness equipment commercial fitness okay. equipment um, as well as um, providing iFit iFit is our, our mother company but also our content so the content that goes on our cardio equipment is really um, uh, out there in the sense of providing a exerciser with some kind of um, guidance in terms of their workout. So being able to go and explore the world and uh, and really get educated. So we have, um, iFit has been able to deliver digital fitness through both the equipment in the facility, but mm-hmm. also at home on whether they have home equipment. So we own also Nordic Track and Proform. And then um, at home also on their TV screen, we have apps um, for the TV. 
and then on the app. So it's really an omni-channel approach whereby you can exercise with your single account throughout all of your um, uh, environment, mm, wherever yeah. you are. Nice. And there's, yeah, that is that. I, I love that omni-channel word rather than rather than hybrid. Yes. Um, well, yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. So people, so people are exercising with you both in clubs on the free motion kit, um, and you're 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 helping to educate them about what they're doing and and yeah, get them exercising well. But also they're taking that they're taking that at home or in corporates as well. I guess. Yes, it is. It is, and really, it's. Um, Besides the guidance, it's the technology that goes with it. So we are a bit of a tech company, um, I mm. think, in the sense of when you have a trainer on the screen that is um, coaching you wherever you are. So you can go into uh, the beaches of French Polynesia, for example. You can do a little run on the beaches and the coach will teach you um, uh, all aspects of running, uh, provide you some, some advice. But if the coach is going, uh, say, you know, up a little bit in of a rise and an incline, mm -hmm. the machine will incline automatically. So that's the joy of it. It's like you don't have to think about how do I follow this trainer of like, oh, I need to go up, I need to go down. It happens automatically. So mm -hmm. and it happens across all of our categories of products. So whether you're on a treadmill or a bike, you know, we have bikes that, are, that also incline and decline. So same uh -huh. thing. If you are like biking on in Switzerland in the mountains, you're going to have your bike follow the terrain that's on the mm. screen. It's a pretty cool experience. Nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, and you've been, you've been in the fitness industry for a few years. So, um, a few, like a good decade and a bit. <laughs> yeah. So we're interested to hear about, um, I mean, going, going back to the, the, the start before we get onto the dream gym, what's your, um, exercise motivation here? What, 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 what is it that drives you to be active, Peggy? So for me, being active is um, is really part of my life. So I am working in my home office every day. Um, mm -hmm. I used to travel a lot before the pandemic, and travel has pretty much um, slowed down a ton. So now I need to find ways of staying active. Of course, I have equipment in the home in the home since I, you know, we promote and and sell fitness equipment. Mm -hmm. However, I live in Florida, so for me, it's all about outdoors. It's all about exploring my uh, neighborhood and connecting with people and really being out and about. So since living here, my activities and my fitness has been really more about um, paddleboarding, kayaking, you know, biking, outdoors, everything outdoors, because I live in Florida and I have the yeah. great weather for it. So this is very much where I get my activities over the weekends. Lovely. So and, and I guess paddleboarding and you know, being out on the water all, all year round? All year round, pretty much, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> that is cool. amazing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. So activity and exercise is is, is your life. Um, it is. And yeah, what, and while you've got the equipment there, it, it's as much about getting outdoors and and being active in the open air, which is you know it's that it's that, it's that uh, great balance of yes, physical health, mental health as well, I guess. It's super um, super useful for my mental health because. When you are, you know, again, like you're at home all day long, and a lot of us are, are working that way now since the pandemic, right? So, mm. um, I mean, literally all my colleagues that I meet on my screen all day long, every day, we are all in the same boat of being indoors um, all the time. So being able to escape and get out, and uh, it's, it does so well for your mental health. 
Mm. It really does. Um, and again, you know, like I said, I have this gorgeous weather in Florida. Yeah, fantastic. And what kind of workouts do you like, Peggy? What's the you know in 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 a typical week? Um, are you on the are you on the board a couple of times? Are you out running? You know, what's what, what are your favorite workouts? So my typical my typical week uh, nowadays is I meet up with friends at seven thirty in the morning twice a week, Wednesdays mm. and Fridays to go for a ten mile bike ride. Uh-huh. Again, it's along the water. Um, it's really really lovely to connect and to get out, and to start your day with you know being having been out in the sun. Mm. So uh, that will be during the week, and then during the weekend, you know, I break up my weekend in two parts typically one part is um doing some charity work being able to give back uh-huh. to the community and then the second part is being out and about you know active so either biking paddleboarding kayaking fishing also walking along the beach um that's pretty much my week my week's nice. exercise yeah yeah so, so it's it's the it's the, the 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 day job or the the monday to friday it is fitness industry Yes. And then the char- charity work, particularly with kids, I think. And um, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Help, helping local communities, but mixed in with the, the the weekend activities. Yes. And then, you know, when you do that, um, especially here, this is a great way to connect with your social network, right? So being able to go out and, oh, let's go here, let's go and explore this river. Mm-hmm. So we all take our paddleboards and we go and drive an hour and a half up north and just go and explore a new river. So that's that's really my life here. <laughs> One sounds wonderful. And it's as you say, it's travel, it's not just running around the block, although that's yeah, that's fine for meeting people, but you're actually you're actually going and traveling and traveling whilst exercising, but you know, exploring new creeks or rivers or, or whatever else, which I, yes. I imagine I imagine it's almost unlimited in, in Florida. It in is, it is. And, you know, for me, that form of physical activity that is mindless in some way, like it's not like I'm exercising as such, right? Like I don't call it exercise. I call it living and moving, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, being able to do that is really, uh, you know, privilege. Yeah. And there's a, we've, I've, I've, I've chatted about, or I'm a fan of flow, so it often comes up. But I think what you're saying is there is a mindfulness, particularly paddleboarding. I know my wife does it a lot. I've I've tried a few times and and yeah, really enjoy it. But yeah, you get into that. It's almost meditative, right? It is completely. It's very much that. And then you know the the the, the amazing thing about paddleboarding is like having an aquarium just below you, and looking at the wildlife. And and you know we have uh, what you call manatees here. Mm-hmm. They're like a giant. I think they call them sea cows. Yes. But they are the most soothing animals out there. You know, when you watch them, they're just yeah. so mellow and so soothing. So um, hunting for manatees and spotting one is always a great joy. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. And keep keeping your eyes out for alligators or is that not? not we a- do have a lot of alligators. Um, thankfully, I haven't come across one in Good. on the water. Okay. Um, I have come across sharks, and that's okay. Oh. Typically, you know, I don't know, three, four foot sharks uh-huh. are about. But um, yeah, no allig- alligators is pretty much my fear <laughs> when mm. we go out and about. <laughs> okay, yeah, fine. Sorry, I brought that one up then. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and in, so so there's it's not um, 
you know you're not craving a a, a run or a hit workout or a you know a, a, an exercise class it's much more about the outdoors with friends um and that uh yeah a, a, a kind of slow down nature um paddleboard or, or some kind of explore or walk or even just a walk along the beach for you yes it is definitely that um i do enjoy a group class um okay uh that would be you know I would rather work out with a, a bunch of people than work out by myself on a on a piece of equipment, um, only because the interaction and the motivation that you get from it is pushing you to go farther. Um, and so um, I used to belong to a small studio here doing hit classes. And so um, that is uh, one of the little ingredients for success for anybody out in this uh, fitness industry is the connection, the mm -hmm. building the community, the encouragement that you get from a group, group class is something that is um, is important and needs to be everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing people, bringing people together in a, you know, a, whether it's a club within a club or yes. even just the simple, you know, who's going to be here, you know, next week, put your yes. hand up and having, having everyone commit to it. Accountability. Um, that's it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to let the other people in the class down. That's right. Um, but also, yeah, there's, there's, there's really a lot to be said for, and we, and we know that people who go to uh, group exercise, you know, they, they stay longer and they have more commitment. You know, they're booking in for a time. Um, and did that go? You say you were a member. Was that is that, that was, a pre-pandemic pre thing that's not come back? It was pre-pandemic. It was definitely mm -hmm. pre-pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I was living nearby uh, a hit studio. At the time, I wasn't. I hadn't yet taken on paddleboarding, so okay. uh, paddleboarding came on really like during the pandemic, <laughs> um, because you had to be away from people. So you know, better places to be on the water. Yeah, yeah. Keeping two meters distance is That's well. Right. <laughs> once, once you get good at it, it's easier. Initially, yeah. sometimes you're bumping into other people, but That's yeah, right. not 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 as bad as being in a studio with ten or twenty other people, yep. right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. exactly. Cool. And in terms of um, your dream gym, then Peggy, uh, yes. you've got a, I've got a magic wand for you, or you've got, you know, unlimited uh -huh. funds. Um, what does your dream gym look or feel or smell or sound like? So funnily that you're saying that. So um, I wanted to join another gym recently. And so I went around, I spent a day going around all of the gyms in the area uh -huh. where I live. And, uh, and I did not sign up to any one of them. And the reason being is like, I was looking for something more specific that I didn't find. So my dream gym is a place that's going to have, um, it's not going to be a small studio as such. It's going to be, a, um, an area where I want to spend more time, not just going to exercise, but being able to relax there, being able to, um, connect with people uh and again not just not just fitness 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 but you know if i want to go and work there for example mm. then I can, i'm going to have this this little area where i'm going to be able to be i think you know nowadays offices have like little pods for people to work out of right mm -hmm. um so having that available a really nice um organic and fresh cafe um, that is Lovely. there, you know, for me to stay a little bit longer, um, being able to do some classes, whether they are 
like HIIT training or even more like um, Pilates or, or things like that. Um, mm. But a place that has, uh, that is clean for sure. That's the first thing it needs to be clean. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than a, a place that is not looking clean because you just don't want to work out there. Mm. Um, and that, that has, you know, I would say uh, very well maintained, if not new-ish equipment mm -hmm. because equipment gets um pretty gross fast you know as it's been there because you have so many people working out on the equipment right so so again like cleanliness is a big deal for me like i cannot mm. do with you know dirty equipment yeah uh, so and maybe even maybe even re renewing it regularly yes um, so yeah. so that it is as you say yes sure you can be cleaning it um but equipment does get dirty quickly and does wear out so Yes. Yeah, let, let, let's right. actually if we've got an unlimited budget um, right and you've got all the most amazing kit you want yeah let's yeah. refresh it yeah regularly yeah and then the other thing is like you know if i'm looking at the decor for example mm -hmm. i like bright and inviting and um homey kind of decor a lot of the a lot of the uh, designs nowadays are like on the darker side you know like mm. you have to go dark <laughs> Um, yeah. that's not my cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, the boutique, the boutique studio, even you know, going from the sunshine into that black with some yes. neon and yeah. yeah. This is like stressful for me. Like to okay. go into that kind of environment. I like to have like bright and airy yeah. and clean and you know, that kind of environment. Um yeah. is more my yeah, thing. Which is also yeah, it's it, it also emphasizes the cleanliness, I think. Yeah. Um because you can be hiding a lot of stuff in a in a dark studio. Yes. <laughs> um and then you know the staff is very important in my opinion um having a friendly staff that is uh, always there for what you you know if you need them and being proactive in helping people because you know a lot of people are shy you have a lot of people that just head down walk through the doors go and work out and get out and don't at all interact with anybody i think um i would want a place that does interact with people that does you know try and understand who's who and what's their goals and how are they doing and mm. what else can we do for you and you know always being there so friendly staff definitely in that dream gym yeah. cool how many yeah. just you you mentioned that you went around a, a whole bunch of studios how many out of interest and we're not going to name any names obviously but yep. uh we're not naming um, names how many how many places did you visit was it five or ten or you know when you were looking for you weren't looking for your dream gym but you were looking for a gym that would i went would to see do. six gyms back to back mm. yeah and so they are combination of studios and combinations of gyms mm. and it yeah. was very disappointing and mm. i think here's the thing i had the experience of some larger gyms in my um travels wherever i've lived before so i used to live in seattle and um there were there was a place that i belonged to that i really enjoyed i really enjoyed mm. being there and i really enjoyed going there and hanging out with friends before and after doing a workout right mm -hmm. so and that's the thing that i'd like to have is being able to uh, go with friends because it's always good to socialize and accountability yeah. um, and then be able to do that right so we finished the workout and like oh yes let's grab a salad and sure. then there you go um, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so another thing i'd love to have here in the states which is really 
crazy, but I don't know. Have you heard of pickleball? Yeah. So pickleball is really a trendy sport now. I was going to say it's taking off enormously, crazy. right? Yeah. Crazy. Converting, but tennis, also... converting tennis courts or, I mean, building new courts yes. to pickleball courts. Yeah. Yes. But I am old school and I am a badminton player. Okay. And so, I, you know, there is no badminton court here anywhere. It's crazy. So um, I think the Americans see badminton as a uh, something to do on the beach, but not actually as a sport. And mm. and I'd love to change that. <laughs> okay, so you're um, you're you're thinking about converting some tennis courts that have been converted to pickleball courts into badminton <laughs> courts. Right, yeah? There you go. There you go. I have a versatile um, court. I can do all of that. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of sports centres, you know, the leisure centres around here in the UK. Certainly, you know, there's there are there is still a lot of badminton goes on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, great. It's, it's, it That's is exactly great, where I really was used to play. So I lived in the UK for about sixteen years, uh -huh. and so playing badminton was definitely one of the activities that I had in the UK. Mm. And so uh, I brought my badminton rackets here to the states, and I can't play with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah i'm wondering whether um yeah how, how, how you could get that going but listen yeah in your dream gym of course there's a badminton court that's uh that, that's an amazing <laughs> idea and again a really social thing to be able to do um uh, you know playing playing either either singles or doubles or having you know a, a tournament that kind of thing is, is great right um, yeah and a nice I, I like there's it's it's not surprising but a lot of people are talking about the cafes and the networking area and i think part of it is human nature part of it is post-pandemic but people want to connect people want to hang out yes yeah um, you know here's and, the thing. and eat nice healthy food right or or have a coffee or maybe maybe have a beer i don't know um but just yeah all of it all of the above i mean yeah definitely you know um like i said with the pandemic, I mean, I used to work from home anyway. It's been for me years and years and years that I've worked from home and work remotely. Mm. But, you know, since the pandemic, a lot of people have had to get used to working from home. And it's a really tough, it's a tough way of living and working because you don't have any boundaries anymore. So you need to be able to have that place you can go to and do your day's work sometimes, right? And so... Going to a facility that is open, welcoming, that's giving you free Wi-Fi, that is, you know, you're able to have lunch and, and coffee when you whenever you need it, and uh, and feel like you are out of your home is so much better for your mental health because, like mm -hmm. I said, everything is blended together now in people's lives. Like there is no, I mean, I do that here. I just like I finished work very very late last night and and. What I do now is I organize social events in the evening so that I know I stop work. <laughs> but you see, this is what I have to do to be able to switch off. Mm -hmm. There is no boundaries. You know, you have a mobile phone and it's always going to be on. Um, and unlike the French, you know, the French have um, a rule, it's a law actually, where mm. you can only work a certain amount of hours and you're not allowed to do any work after a certain time. Yeah. It doesn't happen in other countries. <laughs> so no. in other countries, you are literally constantly connected. Yeah, especially when you're working internationally as well. But yes. no, it is a, it, it works. It works. I think it works well in France, where they, you know, your your email server is yes. switched off um, after work, right? Yep. 
that there won't be any new emails coming in until work starts again tomorrow which is which is great but the number of people who are we are on holiday i'm on leave but but i'm not really i put my out of office on but you know if there's something really urgent yes either yeah switch off but that's and it's an important um because it's not necessarily a third space anymore right your your first space your home um, and your Mm -hmm. second space have been merged for a lot of people and a lot of us have done it for a long time there's a lot of other people who are 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 struggling with this there is my first and second space in the same place Ah. so getting out to your dream gym and also you know turning that a little bit into your second space in your in your work pod yeah i think i would love that you know i have been looking for places to go here, like, um, of course, you know, we have Starbucks here, you know, in the States, it's everywhere. And, and it's pretty worldwide. The only thing with Starbucks is that everybody goes to Starbucks yeah. <laughs> and then they crank out the air conditioning, which is way too cold to work. So um, so that's not really a, a, a good place to go and work if you want to get out of your home. Yeah. Um, but like I said, you know, if my dream gym had these spaces that are really um, put together for somebody to be mm. able to carry out their Zoom calls, um, you know, and not not disturb the rest of, you know, the people around them um, and have that privacy and that environment and I can just get out. That would be really good. Yeah, perfect. No, it sounds like a, it sounds like a great area, as you say. It's an area or it's a combination of areas rather than, you know, a studio per se. Yes. Uh, with uh, and the friendly staff, of course, from a retention point of view, you've got to have them. Um, mm-hmm. But those, yeah, the friendly staff who are trying to engage with people, you know, not 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 forcing people to take out their headphones, but encouraging those people who are turning up and just going, "I'm doing a workout, I'm leaving," just trying to yes. trying to get some kind of interaction with them because yeah. it's a friend. Of course, it's a friendly place. It's it's, it's, Peggy, it's Peggy, Peggy's gym. Um, well, is it? Yeah, is there? Sorry, is there a name? For, have you got a name in mind for your dream club? Oh, it's really hard to think of one. Um, I don't know. I would say something along the lines of um, life. You know, uh-huh. living well, or I know living actually. Funny, I'm saying that living well used to be a brand. It did, yeah. <laughs> Um, but that is a good name, you know, living well, because it's living well. So, um, I guess I'm going to like duplicate this name. (laughs) We can, yeah, well, we'll buy the rights of it. We can't, we can't (laughs) check in with Jan anymore, but, um, but we could, yeah, we could check in. There's, there's a couple of people we could check in with to see if we could use living well. Um, and listen, it's a magic, I'm your dream gym genie. I can give you, I can give you anything you want. So that's, (laughs) you're right. It is a good name. Is there anything on t- in terms of we didn't really talk about it on the workouts, but in terms of measuring progression, um, I guess it maybe it, it maybe brings a little bit in on the on the app side of things. Oh, I would totally yes. So for those people that do work out, um, one thing that I find is super important, which I haven't really gotten um, or met any any um, body that has done it so well. The the support to anybody wanting to um, better them their life or better their health or you know be fitter or mm-hmm. you know, whatever their um, goals are um, is so important. So getting somebody on the program immediately, everybody on the program is not like 
I will tell you, everybody is uh, can learn something. So yes, you're going to have those members that are going to go, I know what I'm doing. I don't need you. Um, but actually, I don't think that's right because everybody can learn something. Sure. Even if it's a little thing, right? Say, you know, mm -hmm. somebody doing a squat and I'm like, well, you're not doing quite the right form. I can help you with that. That's going to help you um, make make it more beneficial for you, for example. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, being able to pro you know, provide some programming, some uh, constant check-ins to see how uh, people are doing is going to help you with uh, your retention for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, you know... But with a human element, not just the technology, it has to have the human element. Use the technology for sure, but it has to have the hum human element. Uh -huh. I feel that this world is lost that. Like, you know, everything is like self-serve. If you think about our life today, like say, I used to travel a lot and you know, when you used to go and check in and you had somebody yeah. there and then you had to check in your luggage with somebody, et cetera. And then suddenly you don't have a person there. You have to do it yourself. Or you go to the supermarket and you have to check out yourself, right? So everything is self-serving now. It's like just mm. use technology, but we've, we're losing, we're losing the human touch by by just using technology. It has to be a, a combo. Yeah. Well, it's om omni-channel, but your primary channel is people, actually. It is. It is. But you know, the one thing about the the the, the iFit solution, for example, is you have a trainer. We have like 200 trainers. They are world renowned. They could be um, a historian. They could be a travel guide. They could be an athlete. They could be an actor. So we have like pretty much all sorts of different people. What happens is that as you're working out with iFit, you are connecting with a, a trainer and you just want to do all of the workouts with that particular trainer mm -hmm. because that person is resonating with you. Their yeah. advice is pretty amazing and you really, really want to listen to that. So like, there's, a, there's a handful of, of, of trainers that I love working with um, and I look forward to working with them because, um, because they just engage me in my workout. And so um, one of the things that I did with our programs, because of course I have our equipment in the house, is learning to run. I don't like running. I just don't like running. But it's probably because I have a bad um, technique. <laughs> Uh -huh. When you're learning, when you're doing a series that is teaching you how to run and you end up, again, I am I'm not a runner. Uh, I will put my hand up, not a runner. But I ran like over 20 minutes in one go. Can you imagine? Just like when I achieved that, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, this is crazy. This is this is so amazing uh, yeah. to be able to do that. So getting that coaching that is teaching you um, the forms, the technique, the how-to, the nutrition, the, you know, all of that, all compiled into workouts mm. that are provided to you. Um, it, they are provided free, by the way, with free machine equipment. Um, so you literally have access to, like, you know, thousands and thousands of workouts yeah. um, to go all around the world, and that's pretty spectacular. I love oh. to explore. So I'm an explorer. I love to do that. I do that here in Florida. But I can do that with iFit as well. So yeah. we have filmed workouts in over 60 countries on all seven continents. It's pretty amazing. Pretty mm, amazing. Impressive. So yeah. my last series that I did was uh, the Egyptian um, pyramids. So that uh -huh. was a historian. You're doing a walk. 
but you're learning. It's like you're being on a guided tour right there without the heat. Yes. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, great, great, great answer on the, on, on measuring progression. And I think just going back to living, living well, there's maybe, or you were talking about when, when you first started talking about progression, it's about being better and improving. Yes. And maybe yeah. it's, if, if, if I may suggest, it's maybe, you know, living better rather than living well. That's a great name, living better. You're right. I like it. I like it mm. a lot. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Definitely. Okay. Well, and yeah, the, I think the, the you're absolutely right as well. I just resonates so much that everything being self-serve. Um, yeah, it, it is it is the way everything seems to be going. Mm -hmm. So I think it's and I, I know from it, you know, a lot of clubs over here, particularly independents coming out of the pandemic, the way that they're differentiating themselves is um and, and we've seen it with the rise of budget or, or low cost gyms. Um yes, that is a, a business model, but actually in terms of business success and, and uh growth and particularly member retention, yeah, the differentiator is often service. Um, and having those those wonderful friendly staff is is, is yeah. really key to um, a, a lot of a lot of clubs. So, so that comes really with um, a very very good training program. Yeah, you know when you're hiring somebody, you have to onboard that person to represent your brand the way that you want it to be represented, mm -hmm. and providing that very very thorough training. I will give you another example. Yesterday. So there's a new, I had never heard of it. Um, have you ever heard of Stretch Zone? Um, maybe, but tell, tell us, tell us all okay, more. So it's a very interesting concept. So I'm aging, of course. You know, I'm I'm not a young one anymore. We, we, we all are. <laughs> but with that, you know, and being sat and at my desk all, most of the day, um, you know, you feel your body like you know, your range of motion kind of being restricted. So stretching oh. is a good way, right? So. Typically, people are going to do, like, there's more and more people doing yoga, which is great. For me, uh, stretching is important. So, anyway, I came across online this, like, stretch zone, and uh, and they were giving three um, free 30-minute stretching sessions. I'm like, oh, I'm going to try it. So, I went to try it last night. And it's very interesting. It's like another one of those, um, you know, a franchise business. Mm -hmm. um, it's Apparently, it's Floridian. Uh, the founder is in Florida, that uh, provides uh, these um, stretch in a, these, these studios everywhere where you can go and stretch. You can have a whole section. It's assisted stretching. Yeah. And so um, you know something like this, I would definitely want to have in my gym, mm. be able to help people not just with the workout, but also the stretching after, which you know, kind of enhance your workout. Um, yeah. That would be yeah. a cool thing to do. Cool, but but also I would I would imagine, and and again slightly leading, but from from you know my particular interest, you could just get people in for a stretch. Sure, it is there for people yes. before and after a workout, but actually you just want to come in and have a stretch. We'll do it's we'll do so... some assistive stretching with you, and yes. then crack on with your day. You're going for a walk or a run or a paddleboard, uh -huh. but you've come and had a stretch before or after. Yep, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Love it. Which also, I mean, so that probably that probably answers one of my quick fire questions. Your 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 last workout or activity was it stretch day last night? It was last night, last yeah. and I signed up for four more because, you know, I really want to see what it's going to do. You know, one one session is not going to do much, right? 
But if you have full body stretching, um, like over a period of time, like you should be able to see your body being, you know, your range of motion completely increasing. Mm -hmm. And that's very much what I'm seeking. Um, interestingly, like, you know, as I'm doing my charity work, I'm finding myself like I deliver beds with a charity here called Building Beds. Yeah. Kids. So we have kids in this um, in this county that don't have a bed to sleep on. And so um, this charity I've been involved with for about four and a half years. Mm -hmm. And we deliver beds to children. And then we have to carry these mattresses. Yeah. And I'm finding over the years that, oh, my God, I can't carry this mattress anymore. It's like, oh, no, oh, no, I got to, like, rebuild my strength or keep up with my strength and my stretching and my range of motion to be able to do the things that I want to do. Mm. Right. So living, living better is great. Yeah, cool. So stretch zone. Um, and that was your last workout. Um, yes. What about the... The, the the best class you've ever done what what would that be or the best or, or maybe the worst class you've ever done <laughs> no i'm gonna go for the best class uh, uh -huh. the best class i've ever done i would say it's been one of the heat training workouts that i did whereby um there was that great combination of the trainer knowing each of us by name right so like you know yeah. say you have 20 people in the class and know they know every single person and you say hi right so that's the first thing and then the second thing is getting people together so again i love this i love the social aspect of a group class because not only do you get to meet people you get to um support each other on a deeper level the more that you see these people and so that that creates that community and of course that retention is still automatic mm -hmm. retention because then you're looking forward to uh, meeting these people and become friends and then you go again and you know that kind of thing so that to me is the best class um, whereby you have a very personalized um, workout through the trainer and then you know the people that are participating in it yeah perfect sounds sounds like a great class and sounds like an amazing amazing dream gym peggy thank you great. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us and telling us all about it. If, if people want to connect with you or reach out to you, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, that's probably sure. the best way to, to find me. So, you know, social social media networks. I'm, I'm there. I'll be there. Sure. <laughs> so you can connect oh, yeah. me there. Uh, and I appreciate your time today, Guy. Thank you very much. Oh, not at all. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure having you on, on Your Dream Gym and hearing about it. Thanks, Peggy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hi, it's Guy back just with a couple of quick thank yous, details of next week's guest and some stuff that's going on on the collective. Firstly, as always, a big thanks to you for listening to this episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you've got questions or feedback, please leave it in the notes wherever you're listening. And thanks again as well to Peggy for her time and sharing her thoughts on her dream gym. Sounds like a great club, uh, living well, living better, I think it was called. In the end, not a studio, but an area with lots of fresh um, nutrition and also fresh ideas, bright and inviting, friendly stuff. Sounds like a, honestly, sounds like a great club. Um, I look forward to visiting. I'd like to ask a couple of favours. Um, if you want to help the collective, please like and subscribe, share and review the podcast to help us to help it grow. And if you know anyone who'd like to get involved, either as a guest or as a supporter, please get in touch on the socials or email guy at ggfit.com. Um, thanks to Becca Douglas for recommending or putting me in touch with Peggy in the first place. 
um, and other stuff that's going on on the collective. There's lots of new stuff coming out. We've got Ask the Expert sessions. We've got uh, live debates online. So we're live streaming some um, roundtables on mental well-being um, and lots of other stuff like that. We also have a face-to-face -face event. It is sold out, but I want to send a big shout out to Wellonomics for supporting our networking and cycling meetup in December, December um, at the London Velodrome. Finally, next week, we will be talking to Andy Hall from Olivex and the Fitness Metaverse, who actually sponsored the pod um, in series two. So um, it's going to be a really great chat to hear about um, Andy Hall's dream gym. Look out for that in your podcast stream if you subscribe, and I look forward to seeing you next week.